Hello, welcome back to your next stop. I am Juliet Hahn. In the next few episodes, you guys are going to hear a compilation I did with Fran Rachopi, who is the Jedberg podcast. We got together at PodFest where we both were speaking and decided to put together a dual show with both of us interviewing some of the top people at PodFest. Hope you guys enjoy. If I give you 20 bucks and say, hey, go on upstairs to the cafe, here's 20 bucks, just pay me later. You can come back and give me $20. It doesn't need to be the same $20 bill that I gave you because that's a fungible token. Non-fungible means I need to have that exact $20 bill back. I didn't expect that sitting in the PodFest Conference Center would teach me something about traffic until my co-host for the weekend, Juliet Hahn, introduced me to Katie Brinkley. Katie is the host of multiple podcasts ranging from sports, marketing to NFTs. And Fran was really excited to learn that she used to be the sports and traffic reporter for the local news. Julia and I had the chance to jump in with Katie and talk about building a podcast, branding and digital marketing. Plus, Katie tested our knowledge of NFTs, which I totally failed. And I asked the question on all of our minds early every morning. Why is there so much traffic? Follow the Jedberg podcast and your next stop on all social media and podcast platforms. Check out the full version of this and all of our PodFest conversations on YouTube. Katie, welcome to the Jedberg podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Super pumped to meet you this week. And I have to tell you that I am in the presence of a professional, right? Because... There's so many, our paths have like somewhat intersected, or at least we have mutual interests. We do. Right? You have executed on more of those mutual interests than (laughs) I have over the course of your life, which I think is amazing. But you were a reporter. Yes. You, for radio, you covered traffic, you covered sports, right? Two of my interests, right? And I would tell you, I bring up traffic and everyone's going to be like, traffic isn't your interest. Like, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. I did not become a journalist when I was getting, so I studied broadcast journalism. That was my major at Boston University. And then I was faced with the decision. Do I go to like Bangor, Maine and become a traffic and weather reporter? Or do I go in the army and become a Green Beret? And I chose the later. <laughs> the latter say, like, that, that, that sounds like you made a, the right choice for sure. <laughs> right? But, but, but I, I love that story. <laughs> but I'm jealous of, of, of what you did. Um, and you spent time at Vale, which is like one of my passions, snowboarding, ice ski. So yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes to sit down with Juliet and I. We are making our way around PodFest and... Juliet said, we have to get Katie in here and talk to her. Well, and the thing that's so fun is I've known Katie now from Fireside mm-hmm. and your podcast Across the Pond. Yep. And so it was really fun when I was walking the exhibitor floor. I was like, wait, there's that hat. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, I think I'm going to know the face behind that hat. I think I know that hat. Wait a second. It is. Yeah, I'll, so just, I was like, I'll just randomly say Katie. And she turned. Oh, my God. There she is. Right. So which was which is so fun to put, you know, I mean, just to meet you in person, because I know you're doing some great things on Fireside as well. And then James, your co-host, yes. who and I have talked a number of times, and he's just a, a really great guy. So he is an awesome guy. I'm so glad to, to be a part of his his circle because He's got a lot going on and he's so passionate about what about sports and just podcasting. So he really should be here. But, you know, this whole like COVID thing is still kind of right. prohibiting a lot of people from crossing borders. Right, right. And he's right. And he's and he's far away. <laughs> so, but yes, no, it's so great to, to meet you. And when it was funny when I introduced you 
to Fran. And then Fran goes, wait, we should have Katie. And I was like, well, that was my next thing when she walked away, I was going to say, because I just didn't want to assume, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to assume, but she is, uh, is amazing. So welcome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Well, yes. let's talk about, first, let's talk about PodFest for a second. And for then sure. we want to ask you about your three podcasts, because between <laughs> Juliet and I, like we have two, well, she has, she has several shows that she does, but <laughs> right. the stuff you're involved in is like double what we're doing to, combined. <laughs> right. Right. And you have, and you have your work in digital marketing and working with people who are trying like we're doing to become up and coming podcast hosts and get involved in, in a lot of different things and branding. And you know, how do we actually get that message out here? And we were fortunate to bring Stu from Pick Cherries in here a few minutes ago and talk to him about what they're doing and you know, how do we solve one of the biggest challenges that's out there right now from a content creator standpoint of how do we get people to actually share our stuff, right? Yeah. And the, the portions right. that work. But why come to Pod, PodFest for you? For me, I, you know, so when, before the pandemic, as you said with my, my very, very generous intro, thank you, Fran, for that. But I mean, like, <laughs> I come from radio. I used to be a broadcaster. And when I left radio, I mean, honestly, I didn't tell anybody that I used to be a broadcaster because I was so embarrassed that I left as early as I did, that I, that I stopped so, so soon. So, I mean, because, I mean, it was my passion. It's what I always wanted to do. Sirius XM came out, and I was like, oh, well, that's the end of radio. Guess I better move into marketing. <laughs> For me, you guys laugh. Yeah, that's that's no, what I, I did. We are serious in every car, and I never listen to the regular radio. And so I was like, well, I listen I better, to the radio. I, I don't I mean, do like, serious. But think of so, like for sports though, which is what I did. Yes. I did sports and traffic. It's still very localized. Yeah. I, I don't know why I gave up as soon as I did. But moving on to to why Podfest, I, I wanted to get back into radio for so long because I love audio. I mean, like as a kid growing up. I would sit, I'm an only child. I would sit in my room and I'd do radio shows. I I'd do the that. commercials. I would do everything. I'd play music. <laughs> and I still have some of the cassette tapes of my radio shows. I should try and that like- That was when we had tapes yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. I'd record yes. them. And, uh, you know, but I think that that was the thing is like, I always had such a strong passion for it. And I thought in March of 2020, it was the last like conference that I went to before the world shut down. It was that social media marketing world. And I was like, God, everyone here, it seems like knows how to podcast. How does everyone have a podcast? And so when the world did shut down, I was like, well, I'm at home. Right. All these other people had it and they made it seem like it wasn't that hard. Yeah. Let's just try and figure this thing out. And I ordered a microphone off of Amazon. So you if, go back and listen to my beginning episodes <laughs> and you can sell how amazing they are. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> don't go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three. But, um, but that was the thing is I, I wanted to get into it. And once I started, I... Like it, the whole world opened up for me. I was meeting new people, like for guests that were coming on my show. And then, you know, I found another show to be a part of, which was Across the Pond. And, and James and I, I mean, he lives in Scotland. Right. I and love he's that. one of my closest friends. And we get to get together and talk on a regular basis. And again, meeting more new people. And it opened up like this whole new world to me that I never had been exposed to before. Yeah. And so when PodFest came around, you know, there's a, there goes Mike Ham walking down the, the, the aisle right now over here. And I was a guest on his show. And I was like, oh, now I get to see him in real life. Right. And it's just like seeing a friend, even because I was on their show. And so when PodFest said they were going back in person, I was like, I have to be there because I've met so many amazing people over this past two years because of my podcast. I want to see them in real life. And I want to see who else I have the opportunity to meet that also shares this love of podcasting. Which, which I, lo I love so much because I know 
what you just said, when I started my podcast, I actually started before the pandemic, but it was the same thing. I love podcasts. I love, I was on the radio in, in college. Uh-huh. Um, and I love that aspect of it. And it was really like, okay, I want to dive into this. I'm going to figure it out myself. And I did the same thing. I ordered <laughs> and I, a microphone. Over. I actually went into my closet was not even a walk-in closet and started recording there because that's what I thought you had to do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, okay, this is the best place. And my, you know, no one can interrupt me and I'm going to do all these things, but it's really fun to, as it evolves. And then, as you said, the connections that people, mm-hmm. you know, that we make with the people that we have either, you know, on, on fireside or on, on these different apps or that you've had on your podcast. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you in person and truly connect. Yeah. And I mean like it's, but like when we, we met, when you and I ran into each other in the exhibitor hall, it was like, you're like, Julie, Katie Brinkley, Julie. And I was like, Oh my God. Hi. And like we, immediately hugged right we did because right. we'd had the opportunity to hear each other speak and yes. that's what's that's what's so cool about podcasting is it's unlike you know any other type of social media where you're seeing these beautifully curated staged photos these dancing 10 second videos <laughs> right. there's something authentic by hearing someone speak and it yeah. moves yes. relationships along at lightning speed so yeah. and i think that that touching on the voice it really really does mm-hmm. because when you hear someone's voice you can kind of it's like a window into their soul, really. You can tell them when they get excited. You can tell when they're, you know, if, if they're nervous or stressed. I mean, you really can with someone's voice. So I love that you said that. And the barrier to entry is low, which you talked yeah. about. I mean, you talked about going in your closet. I mean, you talked about doing it as a kid. I mean, you, and there's people here. I've talked to them in the last couple of days who, you know, they're like, well, I record on my, on my iPhone and I, you know, talking yeah. to the bottom of it. So it drowns out the background noise. And you have that all the way up to multi-million dollar productions. Yes. Right. You know, and it's everything in between. And you just c- got to figure out what, you know, wh- where do you want to be along that spectrum? Where can you be? And you know, what's going to be that path? Well, Talk yeah. about your three podcasts. Okay. Well, before I do, I want to just say something on that yeah. because it was such a good point, Fran. That's one of the things about PodFest is there's people here that are started by talking into their, their right. iPhone using voice memos and then just mm-hmm. uploaded it. There's people there that were that, that are at that phase and there are people here that have like these huge, you know, setups and are, you know, getting millions of downloads. But you know what? There's no judgment. Right. It's, yeah. Everyone's here to help lift each other up and like, oh you're a podcast too. You know, like what is that? I'd love to listen to it. And it's it's such an awesome community with, with podcasters because there's no competition. All of us just want to help elevate one another. It's yeah. it's so cool. Right. It's a community. Yeah, community is a huge part of what we talk about all the time on on the Jedberg podcast, on your next stop. I mean, that's what brought Julia and I together yeah. was about how do we build communities around anything that we're doing. I mean, we're just, we're in the middle right now as we record, but when this comes out, it will be past a 12 <laughs> episode set that we did on fitness. Yeah. from a fitness from the, the go ruck games down in Jacksonville where it was the fitness community coming together. And that's another area much like this where people are coming in and they're saying, how can I help? Yes. yes. And I love right? that. And it's, they're not looking and going, Oh, you know, oh, I, I want what that person has. It's yeah. how can I help you to be, to pursue your dream, which I think at the root and foundation of everybody who walks these floors, as you said, this was your passion. Yeah. You have to be passionate about yes, podcasting. For sure. Well, and, and I think the two, you know, like, like Juliet, she, she has the, 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 the YNS NFL show. I have the NFL show, show too, but I don't feel like we're in competition right. at all. No, totally. Because we're, while they're both NFL, they're both slightly different. And like, well, how can we help each other? Like, can you come on my show? You, you know, right. like, I'll come and listen to yours. And it, it's, it's such a community within the podcasting space. So I just, I just love it. But 
Yeah, sorry to. I mean, like that's no, that's why no, I had to be at Podfest. <laughs> no, but it really is true, and I and I think that that is it's such a point is that we all started our podcast because of a a passion, right? We either wanted to get our voices out to help other people or um, connect with other people, and so being here and and seeing other people, like, hey, I have a question. I mean, the setup that Fran has is you know, and how he did this, it's it's so impressive. But it also was something that it was a, like, he's like, I want to start doing these live things. I'm just going to jump into it. I'm going to learn how to do it. I mean, that's it. He taught himself how to do all of this. No, it's which very, is very, very impressive. impressive. Very, very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> I only have one show, though. So, yeah. I, three shows. Three shows. Yeah. So, as you can tell, I kind of have lost my voice a little bit. It's because I have three shows <laughs> and I've been talking I mean, for the past three days. But, uh, yeah, so I have a, uh, Rocky Mountain Marketing, which is my marketing podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the one that I started first when I ordered that microphone off of Amazon. And then now I have, I started the Across the Pond NFL podcast, which has turned into an entire sports network. I only co-host on the NFL section, which is running uh, it runs two times a week mm-hmm. during the season and then just once a month in the off season okay. and then my newest podcast which is a daily podcast is the nft ninjas and uh, it's 15 minute episodes just kind of to help people along there what the heck this whole nft web3 blockchain okay, well, i'm gonna put you on is. the spot right yeah, now I know, because right? So i cool. do not understand nfts and web3 so break it down for me Okay, so well, I, I think that this is why. Well, but so this is the only this is Give the only reason why I why I even paid attention. So when Mark Zuckerberg, that little stinker, changed his name, the name of Facebook to Meta, I was like, God dang it! I'm gonna have to go and learn this whole Web three business because my day job is social media. Like right. I help businesses with their social media to get to get more awareness, and so I'm like. If, if he's changing the name of Facebook to Meta, it means that this whole metaverse, this whole Web3 right. thing, if the, the guys with all the money <laughs> in tech, if they're paying attention to this stuff, that means I have to pay attention. Right. And so I started learning more about Web3, metaverse, NFTs. I bought my first NFT and then that was the hardest part is the entry to getting yeah. into it. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. That still doesn't make it any clearer. Right. So, um, if I, I'm, more, I'm now so, at this point more confused. So, so, so this is the thing. So like if I give you 20 bucks and say, hey, go on upstairs to the cafe. Here's 20 bucks. Just pay me later. You can come back and give me $20. It doesn't need to be the same $20 bill that I gave you. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's a fungible token. Right. Non-fungible means I need to have that exact $20 bill back. Or is that, uh, a, a piece of art. Hey, here's the Mona Lisa. You can take it and hang it up at home. Just bring it back in a week. You bring, give me a, back a week later, you give me a Monet. The Monet is very nice, but it's not the Mona Lisa. They both right. are still very valuable, but it's not the same piece. So that is a non-fungible token. So that's where these NFTs have come into play. And brands are utilizing Starbucks, Gucci. All of these brands are starting to get on board. And they can be used as like a Gucci bag, for example. If you buy a Gucci bag... You might have just bought it off of a vendor in, you know, New York City, right. like off of the street, street or right. you yeah. actually could have gone to the Gucci store and bought it. There's no way of really telling. Well, it depends. Yeah. Do you want the real one? Or yeah, do you want right. The- but this is where, like, with Gucci, they're giving out some NFTs with the purchase of your bag. So it actually shows. So it's attached to the bag? Yeah. So it shows on the blockchain, which on is blockchain, peer-to-peer which is network. The second thing I don't understand. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you should listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to But start. I mean, like, it's, it's this whole second level of, like, proof of ownership. And, like, you can see, like, okay, well, yes. when I bought the bag, 
it, I paid $100 for it. And if I want to resell it on eBay, I could sell it maybe for $200. Or I could try and sell it for $20. But you can see the, how, how yeah. much it sold for every time, how many times it's been sold, how many people have owned it. So it's a new way of being completely transparent with all of your purchases and with your community. I mean, uh, most of these communities with NFTs are in Discord, but then I'll promise I'll get off the NFT train. But I mean, one of them I have is, uh, an, is a meta-athlete uh, <laughs> NFT. And yeah. so like Devon Taves from the Colorado Avalanche owns one. Roger Clemens, he's a part of it. And so you're in this community with professional athletes and all of us are passionate about sports. We're all passionate about mental health. We all like to talk about sports. We all like to talk about the games. But the only way I get access to that community is by owning an right. NFT. Right. And so, like, I own this little piece of art, which, you know, it, I have it as my Twitter avatar. But, I mean, that's really all it is. But it's giving me access into this, like, private club, this private membership. And if I get tired of it, I can sell it. And somebody else that wants to have that right. kind of access to these people can buy it from me. So it's a really unique way of finding your community yeah. and of showing proof of ownership. And it's interesting because I, I keep saying I don't really understand it, but then I, I actually have because I've learned now time and time. This is like the fifth time someone has explained it, and you explained it really, really well. Thanks. Um, but no, you did. So that is it. The more you hear about it, the more it's going to be like, yeah. okay, I, I get it. You start so to understand just, it. Just the NFT Ninjas, okay, and, and this is the thing. It's a daily podcast, but they're really short episodes, like 10, awesome. 10 yeah. to 15 minutes long because it can get overwhelming. Right. And so, like, we break it down into, like, what does this mean? What is a hot wallet? What is a cold wallet? And then you can listen to it again, or you, you say, can be I like, know about that. <laughs> yeah, you can be on your way and, and move along onto the next piece of this whole Web3 business. But um, I love that. We're all new to it, so yeah. if you're not too late, it's the perfect time to just start learning because we are going to be moving into this space sooner than I think we all would have imagined. So, so if I get an NFT, what I heard is that I can make contact with Roger Clemens and get him on the podcast. <laughs> right, That's pretty much might, how my yeah, mind no, just works. Yeah, no, for worked. real, man. <laughs> no, you're right. Right? <laughs> you can. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, like, yeah, like this morning, the Avalanche are in the uh, the, the playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and uh, Devon Taves, who plays for the Avalanche knows that I'm a huge Avs fan because I'm always in there talking about the games. And he's, and I said, I'm so nervous about the game tonight. And this morning he came in and he said, are you feeling a little bit more relieved now? How and cool so is like, that? Yeah, so oh, I mean, like, awesome. so it's so cool because that's like cool. you have these, this access to people and you build relationships and it's, it's that community. I mean, okay, so and, the, and then we talked about this too with being here at PodFest, community. Mm -hmm. And if 2020 taught us anything, it's that you don't need to just be localized to have community you can find your people yes. online and you just have to know how to look for them and you have to be willing to have those conversations and open up the door for opportunity mm -hmm. yeah so two questions for you okay one at a time though okay and, all, and if you listen to my podcast you'll often know that i ask several questions in a row often <laughs> <laughs> and then expect consolidated answers but but you have the NFL, you have across the pond mm -hmm. covering the NFL. NFL season's about to start. You covered sports. 
you live in Denver, so I have to somehow assume that maybe the Broncos. Yeah, are, the Broncos are, are my team. Are that's team. A, that is okay, the correct well, I'm assumption. I'm Patriots <laughs> fan, so that, you're a who's fan? A Patriots fan. Yeah, I'm from Boston. Okay. I know, I, I know. It's like, cool. As a Giants <laughs> Eagles fan. Oh it's like, no, oh, yeah. that's yeah. the worst. Like we, 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 you're gonna need to leave. <laughs> She's going behind the backdrop <laughs> for this conversation. <laughs> part of the conversation. <laughs> She's been summoned yeah. to the back. <laughs> we, we've, we, we've stricken her. Okay, what's your outlook for the Broncos? I love the fact that we got Russell Wilson. I think mm -hmm. he's a great quarterback. I think that we have a really good receiver corp. I think we have a great running back. I think we have great defense. But we're in a really, really tough AFC West. Yeah. I mean, it is really up for anyone, I think. Like, this is where injuries are going to come into play because that's going to be the biggest deciding factor of who ends up winning the AFC right. West. It's... I mean, honestly, the fact that Russell Wilson came to us as opposed to the Giants or, or any Nobody other team. Nobody wants to go to the Giants. Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> for real, like, days. it's a really tough division. And yeah. it's, you're up against, you know, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. And don't right. write off Derek Carr. He is a very yeah. capable quarterback. So, and, and now they got all those weapons at wide receiver. Are you well, kidding Well, and Josh me? McDaniels went to the Raiders. So. Well, that's even more reason for me not to like them. Um, <laughs> well, it yeah. didn't work out for, for McDaniels at, when he was in Denver. But that was the first that was the first stint. And normally these guys come back and they do a lot better. That was the beginning of the second. end of the Broncos when Josh McDaniels came. and <laughs> He was like 32 years old. Oh, God. Yeah, and traded away everything and then made... Tebow with our first round pick and oh yay but that's okay as you can tell Tebow's numbers though it, it, were like if you look at just yeah, the numbers yeah he was he was like nine for bad. 12 but but I mean like he did have I mean like he did have you know he Jesus like on his pass. side for yeah he had like that one, <laughs> that pass, one pass in the playoff game that yes I know like to Demarius ridiculous. Thomas I know yeah it was it was against the Steelers it was mm -hmm. I was there it was a great game but I mean yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's the thing. Like the, for the Broncos, I think that they're going to be the, one of the older teams in the AFC West. So like they have to kind of judge off of how right. they've how they've done this this past season. And the injury yeah. thing. I mean, that's yeah. really. I think that's what's going to be the deciding right. factor is who who from all these teams. Like what star player? Like how many star players get hurt? hurt. Yeah, which is so sad. Do you I know. know what I mean? It's like really. really I know. I'm sad. like, like which one of you guys are going to get hurt and like right. ruin your season? You know? Right. 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 <laughs> Okay, second question. Okay. All right. This one's kind of silly, but I have to ask because my daughter asked me. Okay. So I'm doing this for her. Awesome. Because we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, why is there traffic? Oh, God. <laughs> kids, it's so funny. My kids ask that all the time, right? So most of the time that there is traffic is because people don't know how to understand the basic rules of the road. So like the zipper thing. Like yes. if the line, if, if you, and I know that there's people that are like, you're cutting, but if it allows you to go all the way to the end before the cones, that's where you zipper. Right. You don't start back here and then leave all that spot open. Like you're supposed to go all the way to the cones and then start zippering and one after another. And if you do it the right way, nobody actually stops. Like everyone oh, keeps going. That. If everyone just does it the right way, lets people in, you go to the end of the cones that's one of the biggest reasons. And then, of course, like with accidents, like it's, yeah. it's the rubbernecking. But the zipper, and I mean, like that's for like merging onto the highways right. and stuff too. That is, if you, if you do it the right way, for all of us, you let someone in. And if you just go all the way to the end, there would be no traffic. And that's so smart. And, and the thing is, I mean, especially being uh, a New Yorker um, <laughs> and in Jersey, I mean, you, you get where the people don't let you in sometimes. And you're like, 
Hello. I mean, yeah. if you just let me in, it would you're be not going to get there that much hour. faster. I mean, no. like there's two cars in front of me now. Woohoo! You know, like right. you're, you're going to get so there maybe rude. 13 seconds faster. Yeah, yeah. no. So it's, rude. It's yeah. It's meant to zipper for a reason, and that's that would actually stop all the traffic I love if we just. That, I can't wait to talk about kids. Ask, yeah. I had the traffic reporter here. I had to ask. Well, it. and you know, Fran, I'm so glad that you actually asked me that because <laughs> nobody asks me about my traffic reporter history. So I, they're like, "Oh, you're a sports reporter. That's so cool." But I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like, it was really awesome going to the games and like I got to go in the locker room yeah. and everything and get right. the post game interviews." But like nobody, everyone's kind of like, "Oh, traffic." Right. Well, but, there's two things. So there's two things in journalism and it doesn't matter who you are okay but you stop everything you're doing and you listen traffic and the weather traffic and the weather that's it oh i love that right and and when you work in the newsroom because i interned in the newsroom the two coolest people are the weather person and And the the traffic reporter yeah everyone else is like Pulling their hair out, dousing themselves in gasoline, right. running around with matches, you know, like, yeah, you know, camera goes off, they're yelling at people. Yeah, right. You know, the camera goes on and they're like, hi, and welcome back. Right? Well, I mean, like, like, oh my one, God, you were is... like screaming at me yeah. half a second, second ago. ago. And, the, and, you know, the weatherman's like, hey, yeah, here's what I run these models. And then, like, this computer just like creates these slides. And I get up there and brief them and I go back and I watch the sports guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's, God, that's so cool. Well, right? I mean, like, you think about it, it's the one thing that is, uh, uh, un- untangible you know like it, yeah. it's not right. open to imp- interpretation right. right this is what it is you know this and right. as opposed to like the news and, and like if sports like eh, i don't really care about the, you know golf so i'm not even gonna tune in i'm just gonna okay he's gonna talk about golf the whole time i'm just gonna turn it off everyone wants to see the weather everyone yeah, wants right. to see like what's going on with traffic so yeah, yeah. you're right so so i have one question oh go ahead i was gonna say well i have one question and it's um there's, we all have our passions and we love certain things. You said you love sports, mm-hmm. but is there one sport that like is a little bit more like has a little bit more of a sensitive like bone, like it hits your bone and you're like, oh my God, that is like my, my love child, that sport. Uh, it, well, NFL and hockey. Uh, okay. I mean, hockey, we watch literally every single hockey game. Right. Um, Do you really? for, yeah. So it, I mean, the long story short, we, uh, in Denver, there's been a huge, uh, TV battle between the owner of the Colorado Avalanche and all the TV stations like Comcast oh. and Dish and DirecTV. And so we weren't able to watch them for two years. So oh. we had to, so we actually stream through the UK, through our computer. I mean, like it, it's oh just, my been, God. I know it's, but I we watch every that. single game. I didn't know yeah. That either. Yeah. It's been, I'm like, we're watching one of the best teams in, you know, hockey. Right. And we can't, the people in Colorado can't even watch them. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, we never miss a hockey game. And then our Sundays are devoted to Red Zone, you know, so we yes. tune in first yeah. thing. Well, we would start with uh, and fantasy football now um, on ESPN2 with, with Matthew Berry and, and Field Yates. And then we move right on into Red Zone straight until Sunday night football. And that's, our entire Sundays are full of football, and yeah. I love it. So, I mean, those are my two sports. The one sport that I really can't get into, no matter how hard I tried, would be racing. Um, okay. so like NASCAR or Formula One. Like, oh, see, I, I have come around to it. Yeah, see, like NASCAR, I just, I'm, I'm like, I just don't get it. Like, I just can't, I, I <laughs> right. don't. It's the I strategy. It's the strategy. It's like, they're, all right? to, they're all have the, that, and that's the thing. You're, you're yeah. right. It is all it's strategy. The car, it's the car setup. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's, uh, I we're going to do a NASCAR episode later this year. I, I don't know if I can get into watching three. It's like three hours of just like yeah, watching a car go around in a circle. Right. F1's exciting, though. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and Netflix, the Netflix special Drive to Survive has like totally changed the game for F1 because yeah. it, it brought it like mainstream globally. 
And now there's like, now they just raced in Miami. They have the Austin race in well, they November. They have this Pikes Peak International race where they. Oh, that's fun. Where like, yeah. But they, they go up Pikes Peak and like, it's a real narrow road. You in know everything. Yeah. All different kind of cars. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Pikes Peak race is, yeah, see, is really cool. All different kinds of cars do it. The only reason I know about that, though, is because my husband has some video game. And he's, and I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, this is the Pikes Peak one. And I was like, that's cool. You gotta um, go to funny. it. You, no, you should go to it. It's, I mean, it's, it's close to you. Yeah. Right. Well, Katie, thank you so much yeah. for coming and spending some time with us. Truly an honor to meet you, share your story, share your perspective. I appreciate you talking about sports, talking about traffic. Uh, I love your journey Thank uh, you. and, and the multiple podcasts, your perspective on podcasting. We've learned so much from you, not only from this conversation, yes. but just watching the work that you've done uh, over, over the time since we've been in this space and an honor to meet you. And awesome. you can and you can hear how excited like certain things that you talked about and that's <laughs> one of the things I love about podcasting and doing what we do is you could hear like the excitement and certain things that you talked about so it's it's been just wonderful the power hearing of your voice. story it the is. power of voice so. and storytelling the power yeah. of story right telling yeah, your story for real well thank you so much for having me I'm so glad that we were able to connect and that you asked me to join you guys today yes thank you awesome thanks. American Jedbergs went on to form the foundation of the United States Special Forces and the Special Activities Directorate of the Central Intelligence Agency. Thanks for listening to the Jedberg Podcast. I'm your creator and host, Fran Ricciopi. Join us next week for a new episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube for full episodes, highlights, and other behind-the-scenes content. If you like what you heard, give us a like and leave a review. Follow me, Fran Ricciopi, Dallant War Group, and our sponsor, Jersey Mike Subs, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Send your comments and inquiries to media at talentwargroup.com. As former members of Special Operations Forces, the Jedberg Podcast and Talent War Group contribute a percentage of all profits to Special Operations Warrior Foundation, supporting the families of our fallen warriors. Thanks for joining us on this episode. How you prepare today determines success tomorrow. <laughs>